Welcome to the podcast filled with his love. A number of years ago, I was called to be in Area 70. When Elder Merrill Bateman invited me to his home to receive the call, I thought I might be that maybe he would be asking me to serve on a committee or something in Salt Lake. I had been serving on such committees and I thought it might be that. The thought of being a 70 had never crossed my mind. I served for only two years in that calling, and then I was called to be the Sunday School General President. Shortly after receiving the call as Area 70, President Boyd K. Packer met with all newly called Area 70s to give us some instruction, as only President Packer could, with his humor and powerful testimony. It was, it was an amazing experience. We were all a bit nervous, feeling like kind of inadequate, worrying that we may not be able to measure up, sensing our uneasiness. President Packer said, oh, I know that you might be feeling that the calling you have received is beyond your capacities. I'm here to tell you that you should never try to measure up. You should never try to mimic a 70 you have admired in the past. You should just be you. That's all the Lord requires. I must say that his counsel was so comforting. Then he began to instruct us on what it means to be an, quote, a special witness, quote, of the Savior. So he first put us at ease, and then he quickly lifted our view of the calling of 70, all the while reassuring us that we could do what we'd been called to do. It's kind of like a parent or grandfather to us who is just being kind and helping us feel confident that we could do what was required in this calling. He read from DNC 107.25, quote, The 70 are called to preach the gospel and to be especial witnesses unto the Gentiles and in all the world, thus differing from other officers in the church in the duties of their calling. End quote. He then explained, quote, Some have asked me to explain the difference between special witness as we usually refer to the Twelve, and especial witness, spelled E-S-P-E-C-I-A-L, especial, not a common word, as it says for the Seventy. So with President Packer's characteristic wit, he said, I will tell you the difference. It's the letter E. That's right, there really is no difference. We have all been called to be special witnesses of the Savior, end quote. The words are used in Scripture quite interchangeably, I found. I didn't know that before, but in Acts 27 and 12, Jesus called Peter and James and John as especial witnesses. It's kind of like the word especially, but especial witnesses. I have ordained you and confirmed you to be apostles and especial witnesses of my name and bear the keys of your ministry, end quote. So what is a witness? In the second chapters of Matthew and Luke, we are indirectly invited to be witnesses. One of the less familiar stories is about Anna, a prophetess. So in Luke 2 and 36 says, And there was one Anna, a prophetess. Luke 2 and 36, quote, And there was one Anna, a prophetess. She was of a great age, and she was a widow of about four score and four years, which departed not from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers, night and day. And she coming in that instant gave thanks likewise unto the Lord, and spake of him to all them that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. So here was this woman, eighty-four years old, spending all night and all day in the temple. So she was a prophetess because she was a witness 
of the Savior. Not only did she testify of the Lord, which is an important duty of a witness, but she lived the gospel as fully as she could every day. So her words to others were not her only way of witnessing. Her faithful discipleship was also a powerful witness to others. My wife's mother, I wish you all could have known her, had a unique way of building others up. After telling them how talented they were and how well they were going to do in the future, she would often say, Mark my word, I am a prophetess in Zion, end quote. She said this a lot, actually. Made a made a smile every time. We, so we always just kind of chuckled at it, at this dramatic declaration. But she was totally correct. She was a prophetess in Zion. She was a witness, just as Anna was a witness, both in the way she lived her life and the way she testified of the Savior. That verse in Luke also says that Anna worshipped all day in the temple. Now, I'm sure that she did not spend all day in the temple when she was raising her family, but toward the end of life, she was there every day. I have a friend who enters the temple every day as soon as it opens and exits the temple when it closes. He's 93 years old, uses a walker to go from one room to another, but gets to the altar in the ceiling room with little effort on his own, and always says he can kneel as long as he is asked. I've mentioned before in this podcast that we not only have an attachment to God and to our family members, we also can be attached to friends. I remember well the talk that President Hinckley gave when he described Jesus as his friend. This is what he said, quote, it's on May 4th, 2017, quote, Jesus is my friend and my exemplar. I hope that I am deemed worthy of being a friend to him. His way of life, his absolutely selfless conduct, his outreach to those in need, his final sacrifice all stand as an example to me. I cannot measure up entirely, but I can try. Jesus often called those who were listening to him as friends. In John 15 we read, Verse 13, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Ye are my friends, if ye do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants, but I have called you friends. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you. That's why President Hinckley so freely said that Jesus was his friend. Jesus told us that he is our friend. What President Hinckley was concerned about was his ability to be an equally good friend to Jesus. To be a witness is similar to being a close, devoted friend. Friends know each other. They trust each other. They do everything they can to lift and comfort each other. But we all worry sometimes that the Savior is being a better, more devoted friend to us than we are to Him. In Hebrews 12 and 1 it says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. That is my goal, and I think it was President Hinckley's goal, to be a true witness, just as Anna was a witness, or as my mother-in-law was a witness to be devoted like those early disciples were devoted, to be a witness and a friend. I am convinced that the more we try 
As President Hinckley said, just we need to try, that's it. The more powerful can be our witness, the more devoted friend we will be. We don't need to be called to be a seventy or an apostle to be a witness of the Savior. Missionaries witness of him every day as they teach. We witness of him as we teach the gospel to our family or fellow church members. Yes, the general authorities have been called to be special witnesses because they have a unique role in bearing witness to every nation, kindred, tongue, and people. But we can all be witnesses. All we need to do is follow him, try to do what he is asked to do, try to know how we should spend our time in mortality, try, as President Hinckley said, to be like him. It is my witness that the Savior lives, that he loves us, that he's mindful of us, and that if we just go to him and to our Father in heaven in humble prayer and with love, they will give us all that we need to fulfill our mission on earth. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.